This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Monday Happy Monday, good Good Monday morning. <laughs> good day. I said good, good day. I said. <laughs> um, th- did this weekend feel like extremely short to you? They always do. They always they do. They always That's do. <laughs> it's like it's not right. But like the weekend feels short, but don't the days sometimes feel like a little long. <laughs> I feel I like know. I just said like a mother quote. Like it's like. The days are long, but the years are short. <laughs> like you felt like Sunday was a long day, but then like I felt it like still shouldn't be long. Monday yet. Yeah, correct. Okay. I don't know mm-hmm. if I feel that. I feel it all just feels too quick for me, except for the Monday through Friday. Yeah, right. But I do have to say the weather this weekend was gorgeous. It we was did, like we're we did have some lovely weather at fall. Like I can feel it like that 70 degree like it's getting down it's getting down like it's not i went like exercise yesterday and i was wearing bike shorts and a sweatshirt so i wasn't like sweating yeah oh, i i was like inside for most of the day yesterday but i did wear a long sleeve shirt and was like very comfortable which is just it's the way things are meant to be <laughs> um <laughs> so we got some interesting news since the last time we recorded that the Real Housewives of New York City will not have a season 13 reunion. Um, it was like a weird, this this news was weirdly delayed because it's like they were supposed to film the reunion back in August and then they pushed it. And then they scheduled a date, like it was supposed to be filmed this week. And then they had postponed it again. And then later that same day that they postponed it, they finally canceled it and Bravo put out a statement that, you know, there's like scheduling conflicts and it's like, I don't know exactly what happened, but I don't understand why it was so messy. It's like filming the reunion is part of the job of like doing a season of housewives. And so it's like, like, what if I just was like, Oh, Barry, I can't record the Salt Lake city recap today. Let's push it to tomorrow. And then tomorrow I was like an hour late to the zoom. And then finally I was like, actually, I just am not going to do it. Right. Like you could have said no originally. Thanks for breaking that down. Like actually for religious <laughs> reasons, I can't recap Salt Lake City this week. I believe that you and I like a while when, when the rumor like first happened like weeks ago, it was to the point where we're like, we don't even care anymore. But at the same time, it's like. Are these women not being held accountable for their behavior and the things that they did throughout this season. And now they're not going to come face to face with it, but that's the issue. But 
I think that's I, I think that's a super valid concern. And I think a lot of people for that reason are upset that Bravo is not making a reunion happen. But I think one thing that has been in my mind is that like as much as I want Ramona to be held accountable for, you know, some of the ridiculous things she's said and done. I also don't think that a housewives reunion would necessarily accomplish that. Like, I Mm -hmm. don't think, you know, Andy as a host is not necessarily equipped to handle all of that. And I don't think who is equipped to handle Ramona. Well, it's like, I just don't, I think Bravo has shown us with some recent reunions in the past that like, they don't actually always do a great job with handling that kind of stuff. So like I get the desire to hold Ramona accountable, but I also think it's like, it's not like having a reunion is not a guarantee that she would be held accountable. So I'm honestly kind of just ready to not think about New York for a little while. Like, I think it'll be a nice break. I hope they, you know, take a little time to really figure things out. And I think there are a lot of interesting, uh, you know, cards on the table because Ramona and Luann still have to make it through girls trip. We haven't seen that yet. And then Dorinda and Jill right now are filming for the other all-stars show in the Berkshires. So like everybody could be in consideration. Like we don't know what they're thinking for next season and like having Dorinda and Jill back doing a show for them. Does that mean that they're like, up for consideration you never know right like almost filming like a pilot to like see what works what doesn't work and i also really am not a fan of the like all stars it reminds me of like the challenge on mtv but like i feel like the housewives are doing like obstacle courses and that's not like what it is don't think that's what it is (laughs) although that would be really enjoyable to watch. I will say I'm more excited for this one that they're doing in the Berkshires right now, just because I think the cast is like so much more random and like there are a lot of people I'm interested to see interact with each other. Like Girls Trip, obviously, like I'm excited to watch it. I hope it's fun, but like I don't really think like Kyle Richards and Cynthia are going to be, you know, bringing us that much drama or anything. Whereas I feel like having like Vicky and Dorinda and Brandy Glanville in a house for a week. Like that sounds like television. Exactly. Like I feel like it's, I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to be like, cool. I'm watching these middle-aged women on vacation, just having fun. Like, okay. That's literally the foundation (laughs) of our podcast. (laughs) I know, but like there's some drama. This was only a few days, like, you know, like two weeks worth there can't be that much these women are just getting to know each other so it's not like it's like they put them in a bag shook them up and they're like let's see what happens but like nothing happened i don't know i'm speaking too soon we didn't even see it yet so we'll see we'll see i i it's weird to me that they haven't set a premiere date for that yet after they like unveiled the cast photo i'm like just tell us when it's happening um yeah like you can't fool us anymore the internet can't be and more than anything like for our podcast planning purposes what day of the week is it going to come out like we need to know these things. Um, <laughs> speaking of podcast scheduling, we th- this week, again, we're doing Salt Lake City today, Potomac and Below Deck tomorrow. And then next week on Tuesday, Vanderpump Rules premieres. So ooh, we'll be back ooh. to like normal, you know. Yeah, we're kind Monday, of just filling whatever. it in and seeing what works best for you guys as the listeners. 
The Vanderpump we've landed Rules, on this. The Vanderpump Rules premiere. I've seen it. It's fun. I'm excited to I'm excited to recap this season. I think it's going to be spicy. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's get into Salt Lake City. I feel like the theme of this week's episode was basically like Jen Shah has not changed. Because we have, I mean, not that it's shocking, Uh, but I think because of the whole legal scenario, I feel like it was easy to kind of forget how like intense Jen was last season and how it just, even in her friendship dynamics, she can just be like a fucking nightmare. And I I think this episode- I did not forget. (laughs) I know you didn't forget. I just think it's like easy to think of her as like Jen Shaw, the- con woman allegedly and not like Jen Shaw, the woman who like Psychopath, yelled at Heather yeah. and this episode both in her scene with Lisa and her scene with Heather it's like oh right like this is how Jen Shaw acts in her friendships totally like she on like a snap of a finger starts crying and plays the victim and in no way shape or form is that the case in either friendship of hers, but I thought the funniest part of this episode was again, where I would enjoy starting each of these episodes in Jen's closet because it just gives us way more like insight to what she has and everything. And she is just saying like, she's calling Heather and she just wants to be a better person. But I thought it was so funny where she's sitting in all of her new shoes and, and amount of new stuff. Is that Jen's attorney? Is that Jen's attorney texting you? Yeah, I, they heard like they were like, they're like, excuse me, out. allegedly. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> say the word, allegedly. We, yeah, we got um, we got the return of Stu Chains this week. I wasn't sure, you know, if we were going to see him around much this season. You would think maybe if they had any inkling that the feds were sniffing around, they would have like, you know, separated themselves. But clearly, no, he's in the closet. He's like escorting her into the snow palace later in the episode. He is still. Very you know, much involved. A loyal servant, if you will. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, like, <laughs> oh my God. I just like, I'm sorry. Cannot get over this. Cl- like, and she just like stands there in her Gucci tracksuit, And she's like, see, I don't want them making comments. Like that's what we don't need. I don't know if you caught on to that. I was like, huh. Does that mean something? That's what we like, don't need. Like yes, as a, yes. an entity. <laughs> I don't know. But so Heather has had a tough time with Jen. Heather tells us that she hasn't spoken to Jen in two months. And Jen, you know, wants to mend the fences, mend the build a bridge. And so she calls Heather and is basically like, hey, girl, like, I think we should be friends again. Like, let's talk. And Heather's like, I mean... I'm down, but like, you know, are we going to need a little more? <laughs> right. Like, like, it's so funny to me that Jen, Jen is one of those people who she thinks just because she has said, I'm sorry to you at some point for something that she like is just in the clear. And we see that also with Meredith, Lisa and Jenny come over to Jen's house a little later and you know, Lisa kind of relays the message from Meredith that she's really hurt and she's going to need an apology from Jen. And I don't even think Jen realizes that this is now about the Brooke stuff. She's like, I said, sorry that I talked shit about her husband. What more does she want from me? And Lisa's like, oh, no, uh, uh, like, I think now she's really upset about the stuff with like her family and her kids And it's, and, you know, she says that Brooks was derogatory about her vagina, which is just a reach. No, not simply not true. But also the fact that that was Jen's first time meeting Jenny. And oh my God. I'm so glad that that was the outcome because now Jenny's like, oh my God. But like, also, Lisa brought bringing over like s- multiple like sewing machines so they could wear matching pants to lunch. <laughs> like so that weird. just was so out of left field. And like, I feel like not like Lisa, like it was just weird. I feel like they were like, hey, we need to film a scene in Jen's house. and you need to break the news to her that she needs to apologize. So like, I don't know, maybe bring like an activity to do. That's Lisa what it doesn't like. Lisa doesn't strike me as like a DIY queen, but you know, wear matching pants. They were gonna sew matching pants to wear to lunch. Like, I'm sorry, what? I feel like sewing pants is hard. You yeah, have to have like, like a pattern and everything. Start with a pillow. Call Craig. Like, you got to learn how to do this. <laughs> but I did love. Um, I I thought you were right about Jenny in this scene. Like, it almost felt like she was like a first. Of, like it was the first day of like an internship and she's like shadowing the doctor or something. <laughs> and so she's just like sitting back on the couch while like J- Jen's having a fucking meltdown. And it's like, yeah, like I, <laughs> Jenny's in like a funny spot. Cause I feel like she, obviously it's only her second episode. Like she hasn't really like worked herself into the group dynamic yet. So it's just kind of like, okay, this is actually a good observation day for you. Right. And I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's very early in the season and I don't typically make decisions like this so (laughs) soon, but I would like Jenny and her family to have their own show. Oh, you like Dewey. And her kids are, are hilarious. Her kids all have like, like big personalities. I just think it's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm very, I'm very early in the manifestation like stages, so I don't think it's going to happen. Okay, but I'm well, just Andy Cohen, if you're listening, get get Jenny a spinoff. Apparently, um, I mean, they have. Hey, Bravo hasn't done one of those in a really long time. Oh, Porsche's getting one though, so we gotta. That'll be fun. Ready for that? I do feel like 
I'm not loving the the Dewey wanting another kid and like pestering Jenny about it. Like that is a storyline on Bravo that I'm always just a little bit like, but I believe that that's like an authentic journey for them. So right. I also something minimal that bothered me was that the 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 pan she was making the ravioli in was not big enough. It just there was no those like striped ravioli. Yeah, Yeah. it wasn't big enough. That's why she was like, but. Anyway, moving on. Jenny, Jenny's family, 10 out of 10. Jenny's cooking technique, it's like a five. We got to step it up. Okay. okay. We also have to shout out our top five house husband, Seth, because he has really moved up in the ranks, especially when he walked into that room wearing Meredith's iconic sheer bedazzled face mask. Side note, he moved to Mississippi. Yeah, I don't know like the ins and outs of what his... I think it's for, is. yeah, it's for work. I mean, it's definitely still. for work. He's not just like chilling in Mississippi, but like, it's always, you know, that's a tough thing when you have one of those jobs where you're just kind of like bopping around, bopping around. every <gasps> few months or once a Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, you know, I always felt like Meredith was justified not wanting to move to Ohio, but now especially it's like, yeah, good thing you didn't move to fucking Ohio. Like, First of all, you wouldn't be on this show anymore. And second of all, you'd be stuck in Mississippi. Like it wouldn't right. work. But she's also like relaying that message. Like we see it from both sides. Like she's filling in, filling Seth in more about like the tweets. And she said like liking it or retweeting it is just as bad as saying it. Also mm-hmm. the just Jen, I could say this a hundred times, just shouldn't be engaging in her cast with her castmates child's. Yeah, I mean, mean, she's not she's in the wrong. Totally. And I think it's like, you know, I think Jen has, you know, clearly we see she does this with both um, Brooks and with Heather that she sees everything in this like tit for tat, like I got you so or like you got me so I'm going to get you. But in both of those situations, it's like. I don't think the other person actually did the thing that you're like imagining that they did. Like, I don't, you know, maybe Heather has not always said 100% kind things about Jen, but I don't think she's, you know, on Instagram calling her a walrus. Like it's not, there are like levels of things. And it's like, if you want to say in an interview that you and Heather aren't getting along or that you think Heather is, you know, not the best friend, that's one thing. But like calling someone names on social media is like a different level and it's like if if it's somebody that you profess to want to be to have a good relationship with like you have to cut it out yeah I it's just really hard because we saw Heather do this last season and so now we see Heather and Whitney go shopping which oh my god that store looked phenomenal and Heather is filling in Whitney about this situation and Whitney is very much like me we're like, what are you doing? You need to like, be careful. You need to like, kind of steer clear or just like, yeah. she's like telling her to walk on eggshells without telling her to walk on eggshells. But Whitney's face in that scene multiple times, it was giving me very much Dorit vibes. Like everything Heather <laughs> Whitney was just like looking at her because uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. She, she kept like, her head was like nodding. She was like, just looking at her like blankly, but she's not a fan of Jen. So she's like told Heather, she's like, Heather, I've picked you up off the floor. Like, you know, like I've been there for you. I've seen what this girl can do. Just like, be careful. But 
Heather's, I don't know. What do you think? Heather's a good friend. Well, I I was really, I was really glad to see Whitney speak up in that scene because I think, you know, some people are scared of Jen. You know, this was kind of a storyline last season who might be Mm -hmm. scared of Jen. And I think Whitney was kind of um, on that list. And I think her saying this stuff to Heather is a step in the right direction of not letting Jen kind of bulldoze the whole group dynamic this season. And I do think, you know, I think when Heather goes to meet with Jen, I think she is maybe a little too optimistic, but at the same time, I think she is aware of, you know, the dangers of Jen. And I think she does a pretty good job of holding her ground. Like, first of all, I mean, the setting that they meet in is like, where are we? What is this? Is this, it looks like, you know, in, um, in frozen when Elsa like builds the (laughs) ice palace during let it go. It looks like if that was like in ruins, (laughs) it looked not that safe. Like, right. Like Jen Jen is having to be like escorted up this like ice ramp. (laughs) But they couldn't have met at like I don't like a like a coffee shop or you know anywhere I love, else. But I this love, is cool. I love an, I love some ambiance. You know, I thought it was Jen was dressed extremely appropriately in her like full Cruella Deville glam with like the, the like down to the like spotted fur. Um, you know, Jen like say what you will about her, but she knows how to play her character so well. Well, including, that's the thing. Including every villain look that she is serving for us. Um, and I, for one, I have to, you know, tip my cap to her because it's nobody else is doing it like Jen Shaw. But that's the thing. Like, she actually plays a character as opposed to other women being on these shows, like being authentic and being themselves. She's like, actually, that you post that last night, like she's like dressed as a villain, like with her hat was a little sideways and it looked like like her little her legs are across like she looked straight out of a movie. But right. Like the, Whitney is like all Whitney wants is like to have a billion dollar brand and for her husband <laughs> to to be horny for her. Meanwhile, Jen's like Heather, meet me at 2 p.m. in the, the ice terrace. <laughs> I'll be wearing my my most villainous looking fur and <laughs> be prepared to be prepared. To, it's like Tyra Mail, be prepared to die. <laughs> Whitney um, reenacting the sex scenes is like, we need oh more of that. Like that was, it was, a, it, it was a lot. Last, last episode in the premiere, she did the like oral sex, the blowjob yes. thing in the confessional. I'm like, did they just have like five minutes of you in the confessional doing like every sex position. Yeah. And this last night was a lot, but you know what? Like it was, it was in character again, it was in character, but I'm, I'm hopeful that Whitney's brand can grow billions of reach, but like billions of reach. Yeah. Do it. Um, the ice castle, whatever you want to call it really set the tone for this meeting because it was, it it just was, yeah, it was frigid. We, we actually, um, small plug, we have a new beanie on shop batches. It's oh, a frigid, frigid bitch. Yeah. Awesome. I'll, ask, I'll DM Jen and ask for her address. <laughs> um, um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jen Shaw rocking the frigid bitch beanie. 
Yeah, that'll, that'll be great. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Moving on. Um, so I want to know what you think about... So Heather shows Jen mm-hmm. a screenshot of some DMs with the blue check, which means it's from her. Mm-hmm. And I believe these are the DMs where um, she compares Jen or Heather to Honey Boo Boo, which I would not say is meant as a compliment. Um, you know, just my guess. And Jen says that the messages are fake. And she says that she never said that. And basically she flips it around on Heather of like, how can I be your friend if you don't trust me when I tell you that these messages that people are sending you are fake. How can, how can I be friends with you if you don't believe me? And I'm not buying it. I'll just, these are, I mean, these are not spoof messages. These are, these are very much real. Okay. So there's the spoof texts, (laughs) but the thing is with the spoof texts, even Mike, this is shots of sunset. If you don't watch, even Mike had to admit that some of the texts were real. It was like the the volume of them were he said were spoof texts, but like he sexted with other women. Like, here's the thing: Heather screenshotted the message from Jen, so it wasn't like someone posted it on Instagram and Heather was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" and screenshot it. Like she, it's her phone, her DMs, her messages. Like, oh, I thought it was, I thought it was DMs that Jen sent to someone else talking shit about Heather, and then Heather, and then they sent Heather. Someone a screenshot. sent them to Heather. I think so because I don't Re- think Jen, I don't think Jen would lie about a message that she literally sent to Heather. Well, you never know, but I mean, regardless, she yeah. like they're whoever sent these to Heather is like, I'm assuming a reliable source. And the issue is it doesn't come like, it's not out of character for Jen to do this because we've seen her talk shit about people on social media. So it's not a random thing that she did. And also pattern, we've seen her not take responsibility for other things she's done. So just like completely adding up. And even Heather was like, hold on, you're turning this around on me in what world? Like, this is not why we're here. I'm confronting you. You asked me to meet. I'm telling you what you did wrong. Own it. Right. I, so first of all, it's hilarious for Jen to act like this is like so out of character for her to send a nasty DM. And it's like, that's all you do. 
But also I really, really loved that Heather put her foot down and was like, if you're asking me to believe that these messages are fake, I can't do that. I don't believe that. I don't think you're telling me the truth. And, you know, I think it was important for Heather to really, you know, speak up in that moment. And we saw her in the premiere say that she gets drunk on Jen's friendship juice and, you know, whatever you think about that, obviously Mary Cosby didn't buy it, but like in this moment, Heather really was, is doing her best to not let that get the best of her. And, you know, this whole time, Jen is still like, Heather, like you're my girl. Like we're, we're good. Like you're my girl. And it's like, that doesn't mean anything if you don't, put actions behind it. Actually, what does that mean? (laughs) Right. And so I like that we finished this conversation in a place where it was like, okay, we still want to move forward with a friendship, but it has to be different or else that can't happen. Like, I feel like before Heather was just kind of like, oh, but I love Jen. And now I think she actually is putting up a little more boundaries. Right. And she's going to take like baby steps. I mean, we already see in next episode that she flips out again. So it's seeing, I am extremely excited for the hat, Jen. (laughs) I'm extremely excited for Jen and Meredith to come face to face because I think, you know, Heather, I think is a little more sympathetic to Jen. I think she wants to be friends with her again a little more and Lisa, you know, is friends with Jen. And I think Meredith is not going to be having it. I think it, the idea of the place Meredith is in right now, if she sits down with Jen and Jen is giving crocodile tears and, you know, like Brooke said bad things about me too. Or like we see her in the preview being like, oh, like I don't even run my own Twitter. And like that whole thing, like Meredith is not going to be here for that. And I am excited to see kind of how that plays out. Well, speaking of Meredith, if anyone watched Watch Rappin's Live last night or has gone on the internet this morning. Oh yeah. I posted the clip. (laughs) Yes. Andy asks, well, let her know that like a main question everyone wants to know is if she's called the feds and, and Meredith. So like calmly, it was like, Andy, haven't you heard me say, don't mess with my family? And like and the whole audience went like silent. Everyone's like, my, with, with my family? Family. Family. You don't, you don't talk about my family. family. Um, that was an amazing moment. Okay, real quick, before we finish up, we, we skated right over it, and I cannot allow this to happen. <laughs> Ms. Mary Cosby's decor situation. It is um, dressing me out to the max looking at her home and getting more of a, of a detailed look at her home. I, the rainbow striped dining room chairs, but only two of them. And then paired with black and white, like high, high, high no. back chairs. No. Her son's her bedroom son's room. <laughs> with the Gucci comforter. And then like, a Louis he has Vuitton two blanket, outdoor swings in his outdoor swings in his room. A ceiling. giant like red refrigerator. A smeg fridge. Yeah. A, yes. A, a giant smeg fridge. Which first of all, those are really expensive. Second of all, <laughs> why do you need a full size one in your bedroom? I like 
this house, the the like green shit everywhere. I understand she says that they haven't like fully redone the house in 20 years, but she has bought a lot of tragic stuff in the time since then, clearly. It her house reminds me, each room reminds me of like different things. It reminds me of just like a 90s sitcom house. Like the son's room reminds me of like a teenager, which he is just like hanging out in his room all day and not wanting to go like see his parents' friends if they're over. Like, and he can do right. any and he can, he's like mischievous in his room. And the swings are really like he just everything he has in his room is something that I would have asked my mom for when I was 14, and she would have been like. <laughs> No, <laughs> like when the catalogs came in the mail, like to any store, I would always flip through it ex- yep. and be like, I want this, this, this. And in the in reality, it's like so unrealistic. You just thought it was cool because it's in the catalog. But like you it's not for your house. Like, yeah, no. like, I don't like my I don't have the room from the Pottery Barn teen catalog. <laughs> like, that's not actually my life. Um, I, Listen, yeah. I can't tell if she's in the mid like. I didn't see any steps moving forward with the renovation. Like, did she make any decisions last night? Was she just walking around for everyone to see? Like, what? And complaining about this guy who she's related to, who's the contractor. <laughs> she, no, that there's house a lot is, of green. There's a lot of green. I mean, she might, she might make some updates, but let me tell you, that house is never going to be tasteful. I mean, I also don't think it's going to be updated if you ask me, but. I think she's cut. She likes it the way it is. No, she doesn't though. She's saying she doesn't. I feel like she'll just buy more stuff. Like, I don't think she's going to actually like redecorate. That's my, like she, she's buying more stuff almost to cover it, but it's making it worse as opposed to like clearing it. She's just adding to it. Oh, Oh, Mary, Mary, Mary. Oh, Mary, Mary, Mary. Um, (laughs) That is going to do it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode talking about Palomic, Potomac, and Bilhotech Mediterranean. So don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show so you don't miss that or any of our episodes. Um, And just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.